Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cinematic Trinity with me, Kieran. Me, Michael. And hey, me too, Lip. I kind of forgot the, uh, the structure of how it went there. <laughs> Who am I? Um, today we're going to be uh, talking about the long-awaited Spider-Man 2. Woo! Me and Michael have gone crazy and Tulip has endured uh, mm-hmm. over the past couple days because uh, we've both completed Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I've fully 100%ed you've, it. You've platinumed it. I've platinumed it. Michael is not yet there, but he will be in the next couple of days, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I So just to confirm the magnitude of that, this game came out on, literally came out on Friday. Yeah. It is now Monday. Michael didn't play it until Friday evening after we'd been round for dinner at your nan's house. So we didn't get back until, what, half past seven? So in that time, you managed to complete a whole game. And I had work and an exam. Yes, you did. Yeah, you you worked on Saturday and you had an hour and a bit exam on Saturday as well. So you really went for it. Yeah. And I had to look after a puppy on Sunday. <laughs> up until about late afternoon even so. life commitments couldn't get in the way of us wanting you to know, pump out an episode no, on this nothing could stop us this time around <laughs> we were we were dedicated we were uh, yeah really motivated yeah I, I, it's like the most i've probably had to like binge a game in like ages because i normally you know it's like a few hours in the evening when i get home from work it's not like this will be today will be Spider-Man. this is spider-man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Today will be Spider-Man Day. But yeah, no, very, very good. We'll give our, like, general thoughts first of all. Then we'll go into, like, more, like, gameplay-centric stuff, like the traversal and the combat. And then our spoiler section will be the story, because that's the big... I think that's that's the biggest bulk of, like, what you can say about it, really. Yeah, of course. So, but first of all, should we address the elephant in the room that is Tulip's voice? Yeah, so I'm not going to really be talking in this one. Probably won't be able to tell, but I have... I've got a sore throat, so you can feel sorry for me. I don't really have a lot to say about this game anyway, because obviously I wasn't the one playing it. I was very much just backseat. When there was story happening, I'd pay attention. But I do think it's very good, you know. I think I think as a game and as a non-gamer, you can really appreciate this game. You can appreciate the story. You can appreciate the graphics, which are absolutely incredible. All the combat in it is really good and all like, the special moves and stuff that goes on. And I just love Spider-Man anyway. I think out of all the superheroes, I think I was actually thinking about this when I was watching it. I was like, you know what, with all the heroes that there are at the moment, Spider-Man probably has always been and will always be my favourite, mm-hmm. especially from this point on. I've made that decision. If anybody asks me who my favourite <laughs> superhero is, I'm going to be saying Spider-Man, okay? Yeah. Um, especially Miles. I love Miles. I love Miles Morales. And I love that name as well. Like, I love the name Miles. I feel like I'd like a dog called Miles, I think. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty much all I've got to say on it, really. That it's... I can appreciate it. That and I is, like the story. That is your girlfriend review of Yeah, Spider-Man. that's my girlfriend reviews, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for your contribution, Tulip, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Well, I'll only be sat two metres away. So, yeah, if you hear Tulip coughing in this no, episode... I'm going to stifle it, but... I'm only two meters away, <laughs> so if you if I hear you talking about something, you hear me just going, "When I'm going to then you have got to a, st- I, all stop and pay attention. I've got a to couple me. of notes from your your like you know when we get to like spoilers and stuff. I've got a couple of notes from yourself here, so I can yeah. reference back to them. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'm gonna go sit on the sofa now. So that was Tulip's general thoughts. So why don't we go into yours first, then, Kieran, because you finished it first. So I think it's it. For me, it's like really hard to tell. I wish I played 
um, one and Miles Morales before starting up this one again because I I can't make any comparison yeah, yeah, yeah. between them because I feel like I can remember the story of Spider-Man 1 and bits of like, you know, the traversal and, and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember it like really, really vividly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same with Miles Morales. But saying that, I did really enjoy this. Like, I, the, the the feeling I had after I finished it was I really wish they had New Game Plus as an option now. Yeah, yeah. So that I could go and do it all again with, like, you know, the kind of maxed out abilities, if you will. Um, so I, I feel like that's a pretty good indication of where my kind of head lies with the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, I enjoyed it so much that I would want to play it again kind yeah, of, yeah, you yeah. Know, quite soon after, so... I feel like that's my kind of initial take of it. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know if you feel kind of similar. Yeah, no, I did think that I thought like a new game plus mode would be great to like, you know, just I mean to fair, you can't even like replay missions like in the way it is. I think they are meant to be patching it to do that as well as new game plus. So, right. you know, it, it, you know, there are certain like good set pieces in this you want to experience again without having to boot up the game to play it like all the way over again. Mm. So, yeah, no, I mean like, yeah, immediately just all finishing it. Like it's just, it, was what I wanted it to be. Like, I was, you know, a bit hesitant thinking, oh, I don't want it to be bad. Like, you know, I don't want it to be, like, just a generic, like, sequel type of thing. But it does so much to, like, build off of the previous game whilst also, like, bigging up the scale and, like, the story as well. Like, it's there's a lot of, like... It's just a good... It's a really good story in, yeah. like, this. Like, we'll obviously get into more details in, in spoilers, but just, like how it there's like there's twists in it and like you think stuff's gonna play out one way but it doesn't and you're kind of like there sort of scratching your head all the way through being like oh but how how's this gonna happen so like you know it was really enjoyable and i think i think like finishing it i think i liked the ending more of this game like compared to the 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 first one but yeah i think it just it just builds off everything and it does a lot of things better than the first game while still like still telling like a good emotional story like the first game did so yeah it's just it's just a good a good sequel but not like a generic one that doesn't do any like innovation so yeah i guess what would you like score it <laughs> again this is like this is my dilemma of not yeah. knowing where i'll place the other two i feel like it's a it's a strong eight mm-hmm. to a maybe nine, yeah. Depending yeah. on where I place the other two, yeah, yeah. I um, feel like because I feel like all three are within that bracket, of yeah, between eight and nine. But I'm really not sure where I put each individual one. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it might be like ones an eight, ones an eight and a half, ones a nine. Like that's yeah. how I would do it. I, I think that's pretty much my like how I'd rank them. I think if I was to rank the games, I'd go like Mars Morales, Spider Man one, and then Spider Man two at at the top. Okay, um, with how they are because like. Yeah, I mean, like, the first game, like, is is really good, but it does have, like, its stretches where, like, you know, like, playing as MJ and Miles, like, they kind of linger a bit too long, and, like, some of the side content's not, like, too memorable, and there's, like, quite a lot of, like, challenge, like, just sort of stuff Yeah, you didn't there. enjoy the challenge stuff as much, did no, you? No, no, I mean, to feel like, compared to, because we were talking about this, because, like, compared to Batman, like, Batman's not, like, on a timer, it's more, like, how good you are at the combat, but, like, yeah, Spider-Man's, like, defeat x amount of enemies in a minute or like so there's a lot more pressure it's kind of like utilizing the kit and being kind of more aware of where the enemies are rather than you know having having the chance to take your time and kind of maybe strategize a little bit more about what you're doing so um i i will say i i didn't mind the challenge like i Mm -hmm. i quite enjoyed some of the challenge maps in spider-man one Mm -hmm. some of them were a bit of a drag but there were quite a few yeah yeah um this one definitely 
uh, toned it down quite a bit because it's yeah. just the Mysterio ones, I want to say, that are the challenge maps in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like that it was Miles' ability because there's a bit more variation in what you can do with Miles' kit rather yep. than Peter's. Um, so I, I didn't mind the challenge maps in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I will say, because there was one that I know we both tried, <laughs> um, which we had, like, you had to defeat 20 enemies in under a minute. Um, and there was like poison gas coming out. I tried that when Mysterio first unlocked and I could not do it. I tried it like 10, 15 times and I was getting really frustrated. <laughs> so I just left it until the end of the game. I came back at the end of the, di- the game and I did it first try. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously you've got, you know, your, your damage boost, your, your new abilities and everything like that to make it a lot easier. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of something that maybe needs to be looked at because it's not really balanced for if you want to do it as you're playing through the game. I get it, yeah, 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 I, yeah. Because I think, like, for the side content compared to the first game as well, it does a good, like, I say, it does dial back a few things. Like, there's not as many enemy bases no. in this game because the first game you had the the, the, well, yeah. the Fisk construction sites, you had the demon bases, you had the prisoner camps, you had the sable like outposts yes. and like there was you know like five or six of each of them so like there's that's a it lot a of, lot a lot of bases whereas this is sort of like you have to do hunter blinds which then lead to like a base so it's like a little you i think you do like three mini bases to then get to like obviously a big, big one base. which which to be fair i haven't done i've done the hunter blinds but i haven't done a hunter base so i assume are they very much like alongside the same vein as like the construction sites and that or? similar but the construction sites were a lot more kind of wave type enemies right okay the hunter blinds and well the hunter kind of the base bases yeah yeah in this one it's the amount of enemies there is set from the start. Right, right. Unless, like, it's, it's got, like, certain things where you can, like, disable oh, equipment. Yeah, yeah. And that will stop reinforcements from coming. Okay, I did So it's, like, it, a bit more that you can do with it, which I quite enjoyed. The first one I did, I did as Miles, and I did it without getting detected at all. Okay. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. The other three I did as, well, I did two of them as Peter and the last mm-hmm. one as Miles. Um, and I got detected at the start of each of them because I, because uh, I had, like, a little glitch where... You know, I tried to jump up somewhere and I just fell off and landed yeah. right in front of someone. And it was a little bit frustrating, but, you know, that that's kind of... It's new release game, so you're going to have bugs like this that happen. Yeah, that, that's a good, like, moving on point. Because, yeah, me and you did have, like, our fair share. Not You're not talking, like, cyberpunk. You're not talking, like, your big, like, no. failure. Like, you know, like, Jedi, like, Survivor and stuff where it's, like, buggy <laughs> as hell. Yeah. S- small bits that happen. Yeah. I, I feel like the the biggest one for me... Um, happened during a mission where mm. all audio just cut out. Right. And that was a bit frustrating because mm. it was... It's not really a spoiler. It's it's where you, MJ, and Harry... Go to Coney Island. Go to Coney Island. Okay, I didn't... To be fair, my glitch with that was everyone, like loads of audio like overlapped, so they had a conversation and then like immediately during that, another oh, conversation started. So, so you had too much audio and <laughs> I had not. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a couple of cases where the music just stopped randomly. Like yeah. there was no music, but like, everything else was there. So I was like, have I done something? Like, is it going to kick back in? But like, yeah. I think I just, you know, went back on the menu and then it triggered again, but... Yeah, there were like a few like gameplay bugs. Just like I've showed you a couple. Like yeah, you're doing like a finish finisher on an enemy, and then Miles just just spins around, just spins around the entire map, just defeating this one bad guy. Uh, there was one where I pulled like a bit of scaffolding down on a car, and it like embedded itself in the car, and I thought it just jumped around. So I was like, oh god. But like, thankfully, nothing like no crashes or like anything else like performance wise. Yeah, for me, I had one actual crash. Oh right. 
it could have been, you know, it could have been the game, it could have been on PlayStation. I, I think there's will never really know. To be fair, there's like a lot you can do in the game to like push push it to the brink, I mm. think, especially with like, you know, Pierce Venom powers or like, you know, Mars's like electricity powers. There's like a lot you can do, like if you chain everything all together. Yeah. Like I feel like you kind of You can overload it a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think like moving on to sort of gameplay wise, as I sort of said with my sort of brief my brief thoughts like it does build on the first game quite a lot obviously with traversal the biggest thing is the web the, the web, web wings and the, the wind funnels yeah we, we, what did you think of them i like it's a very good yeah it's a move in the right direction for traversal because obviously they opened up queens and brooklyn um which you know as they say in the trailer almost doubles inside <laughs> yeah yeah um you know so the fact that you have those wings to get around and like across the, the like the river and and everything there is you know a really good change and it needed to happen because yeah. if you had the traversal speed of the first game in Miles Morales, it would have just felt like yeah. it's such a drag getting to places. Yeah, to be fair, like, I remember the first time I saw saw like going across the river and I was like, oh god, I want to get across there. And they had like quite a few wind tunnels there, so I was like, oh, at least they've like thought this out. And I'm pretty mm. sure there's like one massive one like over the bridge like between they, the two they normally have one at like a bridge at any point yeah and then like there's one kind of flowing up the river yeah yeah so like that i was like oh brilliant like at least that's easy and yeah just they're just they're just so fun and like yeah. it's almost like i probably couldn't go back to the first game because it feel it feel very sluggish by like comparison but like yeah it's just the, the swinging worked well in the first game and like miles morales and like it's just better here like especially because like the upgrades and stuff you can like boost like i think you swing speed so you go slightly yeah. faster and then there's stuff like the um slingshot like areas where you like web and then you pull yourself back and boost yourself like that that's pretty cool yeah I, I think they were cool i didn't find myself using them at all. no i use because you get the ability where you can do it like make like you do it anywhere like i tried that once but like i just didn't think i had like the boost but like if it was like oh i need to get across to that island i think there's a couple like facing you know from like from new york to uh brooklyn or whatever but yeah i think just traversal was a lot just very fun and like the web wings work well it's not like you can wholly do web wings and then or like wholly do swimming and they like just work in tandem with each yeah, other Yeah, you've got to use them kind of as a as a full kit yeah and you've yeah. got your kind of like you know your, your boost where it's like a jump up and yeah. a boost like straight forward as well so you mm -hmm. can kind of build some momentum there as you know, um, as well while you're in the air, which I think is really good because that helps when you're just like, oh, I'm just so close. So then you just use like the yeah. venom jump um, and it gets you further up in the air. So that, yeah. that was, you know, a, a good addition as well. Did you play with full damage on or did you try it? I, I didn't realise it was an option until I completed the game. Uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. I, t I saw a lot, I think, pre-release stuff about it having full damage and I've seen a couple of people like doing stunts with it and like you know they just mess up and like instantly die like, i i didn't do that no. uh, but yeah i think a cool feature to have i guess like I it, mean, makes, it's, it's it adds stakes to what you're doing yeah. like you know but because i think as well like again i didn't realize until i finished the game like there's like an assist feature of the swinging which i think is meant to be if you're going to collide with an obstacle the game kind of steers you away from it but obviously if you turn that off then you can just whack into like anything so that kind of means you have to hone your swinging skills to like you know make around the map without getting injured so yeah i think you know that that in itself as well like if you're playing it that's probably like good like almost like in there being no new game plus maybe you could do a playthrough with full damage enabled like you know see how yeah. that goes although I, I feel like i 
be miserable at that. I feel like if, if they add it, uh, <laughs> if they add New Game Plus, I might try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with no full damage and no, yeah. like, swinging assistance. Because I didn't realise they were they were um, options that you could change. To be yeah, fair. yeah. Um, so maybe I'll try it. And if I keep dying and, <laughs> and, and start raging, then um, I'll, I'll turn it off again. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's an interesting feature for sure. Um, but, it's, yeah, I wonder at what point the full damage caps to be like yeah. an instant death. I mean, probably, yeah, if you're jumping off like the Empire State Building, that's definitely... Well, I feel I mean, like that one might I'm, be. But yeah. It kind of depends, because again, I'm not too sure like how, like, because it'd be like, you know, could you collide with the side of a building? Like, if you're using your web wings and like, you know, you collide, like, with that. would be quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> slams. I say the clip I saw was like a move where you can like swing and like do like a sort of loop-de-loop yeah. thing. And it was like him going, like, trying to do an inch wax into the side of a building and like just... just <laughs> yeah, just die. So, oh, an interesting feature, yeah, as you say. But moving on to like the final like gameplay thing, because mainly with Spider Man, it's traversal and then combat. What did you think of the combat, like in this? Um, I mean, I mean, with the combat, they always see they dial back a little bit in terms of like the gadgets, but then they amped up a little bit in terms of the abilities you have. Yeah. So they kind of tried to balance it a little bit there. Um, I found myself not really using the gadgets. No. Because, no. I, like, in the last games, obviously, you had, like, the wheel that you could select. And I feel like there were a couple, like, the impact web and the, um, like, the web bomb. Yeah. Those two I used quite often in the first game, and neither one of them were in Spider-Man 2. No, because, I mean, I think as such, with, like, an upgrade, your, I think, like, your web shoe have kind of becomes, like, the impact web. Like, it's after, like, a certain amount when, of... When you're, when you're close enough, yeah. it does, like, a little... It pu- pushes them back, pushes them doesn't back. it? Yeah. But it doesn't have the same effect as no. the impact web. Because so. there's like, I'm pretty sure there's only like three gadgets, isn't there? Or four gadgets. four gadgets. Yeah. Because there's like the, there's one that like boosts people up into the air, obviously, yeah. if you do aerial combat. Then there's like a con- uh, concussion blast, which pushes enemies back. And then, is there like a tripwire one? Or? No, there's, no, there's one that you fire and it kind of brings everyone right, together yeah. and like yeah. obstacles from kind of, you know, the surrounding area. Uh, okay. And then the last one, it just like, sends out like a continuous web to web yeah. up all the enemies around because yeah i mean i i didn't invest in that final one but like yeah i think i, I only really used them like if it was like basically if i was in like a boss fight and i was like yeah. i need to throw everything i've got at this guy and i, I don't have any I, abilities I, I found that i just like ended up pressing r1 <laughs> pressing all like all the yeah. buttons and then carrying on with the and fight. It did, yeah, and it did damage. Um, so I was like, this is this is fine, I don't care. Yeah, the only one that kept happening, because like, I, I kept, I, I used like, you know, the normal web, the normal R1 web yeah. quite a lot. Um, and then I would go to punching straight away. So I kept having, like, I was holding down R1 and oh, then yeah. press square. So then it like, it, it was the one, it was luckily the best one, where <laughs> it like draws all the enemies yeah. together. So that kept happening a lot throughout the, the playthrough, but it wasn't intentional. No, no. Um... But yeah, I, I think the abilities and the fact that you can change the abilities, yeah. that is a, a good shift that they've done. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously they, they started that a little bit with Miles Morales because they gave him some abilities. But now Pete's got some. And then yeah. they do like, you know, not massive spoilers, but they do like a variation of abilities that you can get across the game. Yeah. That you can kind of customise a little bit. Because so. I mean, Pete, well, Pete is, is obviously just like, he starts off with the sort of mechanical Spider arms, spider thing, and then yeah. obviously when when um the symbiote comes into it, he gets his symbiote powers, which like you know they're very very cool. Yeah, like yeah, because like in the first game you had like the suit abilities, so, like every time you bought a new suit that came with its own like ability and mm-hmm. stuff. But like they kind of 
that's not the case anymore. It is like the they ramped it up a bit. It's all like it's basically eight ability eight abilities per character, but you can switch between what they are, isn't it? Because obviously Pia can switch between the symbiote powers and the mechanical arm, and then Miles is just his you know various venom like his um his electricity abilities. He can switch yeah, between. He's got his venom, and then evolved venom. I'm pretty yeah. sure they call it. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's yeah, but they they work really well. They have like good like punch to them and stuff and like they all they have like the specific roles whether it's like crowd control or like you know just pure melee damage and stuff like mm. that so like they, they were really well and like yeah they're just very useful to use in boss fights but like i will say like in the boss fights i don't know i don't know why they sort of did it this way but like if you died and like you respawn at the checkpoint your like abilities aren't at the same point they were like you had to wait for them to cool down again they're at the point they were when you died yeah, yeah, but it's not like because it'd be like, oh, at the start of this fight, I had like all my venom power, you know, all my mm-hmm. venom powers, but it's like, no, you're just gonna yeah. reset me, especially if like if you used like the big like AOE ones or like the you know, with Peter's like symbiote, he gets like his rage mode, like I'd use that, I'd die, and they'd be like, oh, I have to recharge the rage yeah. again. I'm it's like, this it's is almost like you could, like, if you were trying it on the hardest difficulty and you were on like quite a hard boss, because I will say the difficulty of the bosses did spike up a little bit from they're the good yeah. yeah 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 I, I feel like they that was a positive another positive change why there was actually some kind of difficulty and there were stages yeah. to the bosses as well yeah that was really cool i just see in the boss because they've got health bars as well now mm. like you see the health bar and there'd be like the dots underneath it and you're like oh wait does this mean it's a two-stage boss yeah. and then it is and you're like oh my god like this is some dark souls stuff yeah. But it's it's almost like if you're like playing on like a really hard difficulty, you could kind of like strategize a little bit. Like, yeah. well, this this one, I'm not going to do anything aside from build up my abilities. Yeah, yeah. And then the next one, I'm going to go all out. Yeah. So I mean, you know, maybe you could use that, but I feel like it's you know that's the only way it would be useful. Yeah, I will. I will also say like one thing which didn't carry over from the first game, which I wish had is obviously you get your focus bar in this, so that's like you, you can use it to finish it. But most importantly, you can use it to heal. But in the first game, no matter where the focus bar was, you could heal and that would obviously oh, restore right, okay, a portion yeah. of your health. Whereas in this one, you have to fill... It has the... to be full. Yeah, so I was just like, they're like, heal, heal. And it was like, no, I have to like punch an enemy like a couple more times just to refill it. So mm-hmm. that was like a, it was like a balance of like trying to obviously get to the point where I could heal, but then I have to attack to do that. Mm-hmm. So that was like a bit stressful because I, when I first noticed that that's not how focus worked, I was like, oh my God, like yeah. I'm a bit screwed here. Yeah, because focus build up built up really quickly when you did perfect dodges yeah, or yeah. parries. Yeah. But it didn't really build up very quickly at all when you were doing anything else like no. punching or like shooting webs or, you know, anything like that. So it was quite tricky to... It, it encourages you to be like more defensive because I mean, yeah. I, I I didn't really use the parry that much apart from my like boss fights. But like, obviously when you do, you get like a huge amount of like, even like your abilities, I think, charge up faster do, when yeah. you parry. So there's like, it encourages you more to do that. But I just didn't because I think I was so used to the... The combat in the previous combat, games yeah. where it's like do a perfect dodge and then you can attack in like slow-mo for a couple of seconds but wasn't obviously the case here so it's like trying to uh, like the transition between the dark souls games and Sekiro. yeah yeah yeah. it's yeah. like you're so used to dodging but this time you actually need to <laughs> lock and parry it's like too far i've been playing i was playing lies of p before i yeah. spied spider-man 2 so i should have really just like taken a leap out of that book and just like oh that game's got parrying in it this game's got parrying in it i should just <laughs> I was just thinking recently, I've played so many games that have, like, parrying as a yeah. mechanic in them. I was like, oh my god, this is 
It's getting ridiculous now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like it's even Spider-Man's going down the road yeah. of like having that. I mean, yeah, I wonder if they'll bring that back in like a third game. It's all sort of like I feel like they, yeah. they probably will at this point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I feel like I've got I've got one last thing that I want to mention because I found it quite funny because um, I, I I watched the credits all the way all the way through because I thought I've played the game. I can I can enjoy the credits. <laughs> yep. The credits were obscenely long. Okay. I, I you know, obviously like movie credits they're like what, like seven, eight, nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. This felt like it was like twenty to twenty five. There's a lot of people credits. with credit for video games though. I remember this like for Assassin's Creed, like when you had to, you couldn't skip yeah. those. Like they, you literally have to leave the, the PlayStation on and just mm. walk away from the TV. But yeah, like I, so I saw, you know, a multitude of people like that worked on this game. Some people maybe shouldn't have been credited, like the like finance director of a company <laughs> that assisted on okay. the production. Okay, I don't know if they should be involved, but you know. To to each their own, and, and you've probably got to credit people because they funded part of what you yeah, did or, yeah, exactly. or whatever. But um, at the end, it had... Uh, so they used a load of stock images, and they've got to give the... You know, it's kind of like citing your work. Yeah. So they've got to say which ones they used. And some of them have quite interesting titles, so I kind of picked out my favourite ones. Um, so uh, I'll start off with... The first one was How to Wash Your Hands. <laughs> Um, and then you've got Italian Chef with Pizza. <laughs> right. um, quite quite an odd one. Uncooked black bean in the wooden bowl. Where where was the where was that? Where photo? was the uncooked black bean in the wooden bowl? Where was that stock photo to? Are you guys okay? Um, you've got <laughs> romantic, smiling, mature, healthy, romantic, middle aged couple. That that okay. That that's got to be like a. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's so good it needed to say romantic twice <laughs> yeah. um this one was quite strange portrait of a fresh and lovely woman what does that mean <laughs> oh god um I've, oh god what else have i got a uh, nervous angry young woman gamer playing online computer games at the table well <sighs> Oh, and then you've got kind of like um, you know, like ha- uh, the kind of light and dark, you know, two yeah, sides yeah. of the same coin on this one because you've got cute, happy garbage container set collection, mm-hmm. and then you've got angry, evil plastic bag kills planet Earth. <laughs> Gaming is just so like okay. Like, where? what <laughs> when me and Tula were playing it, we did see like plenty of pictures. We like, oh, are these stock photos or are these like? not like AI generated, but like, you know, they've done it in game. But like, I guess there were a lot more stock photos than we even realised. This, this this was just like a selection I picked from like, <laughs> like while I was watching. Through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were so many, like hundreds of stock photos. And like, you know, some of these were like some of the good ones that I found, but there were, oh my God. And you sat through and read every single <laughs> Oh, but yeah. Actually, like, you have to have like a bingo card of like each stock photo. Yeah. You've got to make it your mission to find them. Find the every stock photo used. Oh my God. I just felt like Peter's house, I had quite a few, like of like mm. May and that lot. Uh, but yeah, geez, where, the, where the bean? Where there was the bean? It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's a single black bean in the wooden bowl. Uncooked black bean in, in the wooden bowl. Uh, gaming. Like just... um, but yeah, so <laughs> next time you're watching credits of a game, 
Look out for the stock photos. Yeah, that, that's where it's at. That's where the real talent is. It's yeah. the stock photos. But yeah, I, I think it's just like incredible that the amount yeah. of people that like came together and worked on this. And yeah. you know, obviously it's the same for every game. But spoilers ahead. So, so obviously this game picks up. I think I think it was like ten months to like a year after Mars Morales takes right. place. So obviously, you know, Peter Parker and Miles are well established as like. Spider, the Spider-Men of the city. Um, so I think, you know, we'll try and go kind of like beat by beat or like just the bits that surprise us the most with like the story. But, you know, immediately the game starts off with a boss fight against Sandman, which was like, yeah, I think as video game intros go, that was like really, really good. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was good. The only thing I was against it mm-hmm. is the camera was working against me a lot in that oh, okay. fight. Um I was really struggling to get the camera where I wanted it to be. Is that like when he's like, because obviously it starts off with him, like he's just this massive guy in the city. So like that that's when you know like the scale of the game is dialed up like from the previous one because it's literally just swing over to like this massive portion of the city and it's just this gigantic sand guy there. But mm. okay, I didn't, I didn't think, I can't remember really having issues with the camera yeah, there. But like I, there, there's a lot to do in that segment mm. to be fair. Yeah, so I had issues with that. But aside from that, the, the, the fight was really good. Yeah. And it did a really good job of showing you, as you say, the scale. Mm-hmm. Because like if you can, like if you imagine that, the destruction <laughs> yeah. and like just the, the level that that would cause... It's like a city-ending threat. Yeah, yeah. And, like, like, that's just insane. Yeah, and he's, like, he's tearing apart buildings. He, like, chucks you into buildings. Mm. And, like, even, like, after the fight, like, there's just sand everywhere. Everywhere. And, like, I feel like even, like, after... Because that's pretty much, like, the the tutorial segment is, like, you have the boss fight and then you have to clear up, like, the city for a little bit after the attack and then it opens up the full map. But, like, even then, I think I was going back to, like, areas where that fight happened and, like, the sand was still there. Mm. Like, the rest of the city was clean, but the sand was still there. So I was like, oh, that's cool, like, attention to detail on, like, the destruction here. Because then, like, you go... Because you do the side missions for Sandman where you have to basically go to a bunch of crystals and you get, like, a collectible, which is, like, his memories because you want to piece them back together. And, like, the final one is just, like, takes place in, like, his hand, like, just this massive Sandman hand. So I was like, oh, my God, like, how did I not notice this before? Like, has this always been here? So that was just, yeah, really cool, just really big-scale, like, boss fight, especially, like, compared to the first game, which was, like, very, you know, that was just the kingpin Mm. fight in his buildings. Like, they do, they're both, like, good tutorial levels, I think. But, yeah, that was just a really good, really good opening to the game. Yeah, definitely. But um, so I guess in terms of like the main, how you like do a brief synopsis of the story, what would you sort of like say for this? So I think the f- the first thing you need to talk oh. about is obviously Craven comes into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know he's kind of you're not really sure what his plan is to begin yeah. with, and like you know what what his hunt entails. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but then I think it, it very quickly you establish like because mm-hmm. um, uh, obviously they take Scorpion and Martin Lee from the raft like they were trans transporting yeah. them, and then you see like a like a little um, kind of video of Scorpion fighting Craven, mm-hmm. and he kills Scorpion. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, hold on a minute, <laughs> I know. what's happening here? And then I. I don't know about you. I don't know if you listen to the little audio tape, but you know, further down the line, you you find out that he's already been to other villains yeah. and has already like you know 
killed them basically yeah 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 because craven's whole thing is like because obviously yeah he's after the hunt of his life basically like he's... he wants to find an equal yeah. to kill him basically. yeah 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 yeah. he wants like a worthy death kind of thing so yeah he's like he's you know started off basically whichever corner of the world he's from originally and then he gets you know new york's got like all these super villains why don't you go there and then yeah he starts off like with spider-man super villains but then you know soon goes on but yeah no because there's like a bit where you go to craven's camp and it's like he's killed i was just like what, what? i was saying because he was like he's like i've killed vulture i was like uh, okay and like shocker as well did you listen to the audio tape of shocker yeah 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 that was brutal i felt so bad because isn't that like he's like he killed him but like his like his like the face of shocker like still haunts craven like almost because like he like it was all again like because like everyone craven fights was like almost the one and he was like so bitterly like disappointed mm-hmm. that he they're not the one to like do him in basically the thing he said about shocker was that like he said this wasn't a man that was looking to kill me this was a man that was looking to survive yeah yeah, yeah. um and you know like he said he he came really close he was like a feral animal yeah you know he, he didn't know what to you know what to expect with him and like he, he you know he came quite close but yeah in the end didn't didn't manage to do it but you know, I just feel like really bad for these yeah. things. Like, despite all the bad things that they've done, <laughs> yeah, they don't deserve this. It's it it like Craven is like a villain. Is like really like yeah. From the offset, when he kills Scorpion, like he's just you know you're like oh this guy means business because yeah. does does he kill like any other like side cat like side villains? Because obviously he kills shock not not shocker. He kills yeah shocker. Sorry, he kills shocker. Elect not I was gonna say electro. He doesn't kill electro. Vulture and then obviously yeah scorpion. Vulture scorpion. Um, shocker. I thought some. I I thought like I saw somebody killed electro, but like that. I don't I think. Don't think I don't think you'd be able to kill electro. I don't think he would have been able to. That would have been an interesting fight to watch if he did kill Electro. Yeah. I don't think he killed any... Because then he obviously, yeah, he kidnaps Martin Lee or Mr. Negative. And then, yeah, like, obviously looks to, like, the Lizard as well. Like, looks to kidnap the Lizard. Yeah, but doesn't manage to do that. I feel like he might have killed other people. But yeah. I don't know who. No, no, that's fine. But, yeah, it does a very good job of setting him up as, like, a threat, you know. Yeah, definitely. Like, not to be messed with. I will say... <laughs> Because I saw this like on the internet afterwards when obviously it turns out Shocker got killed by Craven. Obviously, Peter having the Venom symbiote. Come back here, Shocker! We we got robbed of that yeah. scene because like everyone was like wanting that to happen because like in the animated series of Spider Man in the episode where he gets the Venom suit, obviously he just goes crazy and it's just him chasing after Shocker and it's just the overacting of the. It's just Shocker! I'll you chase can. you to the end of the world. <laughs> Just a brilliant scene, but very, very sad we didn't get to see that in, yeah, in this we, version. We were a bit robbed of that. Though. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, I, maybe he won't be dead. Maybe he'll come back. We never somehow. Know. Yeah, maybe somehow he'll come back. But um, yeah, I think like other like big story beats, like obviously with Craven's Hunt, he then tries to go after the lizard who is, you know, Kurt Connor. Is it Kurt Connors? Yeah. Who's like, to be fair, like well established in this world because he's Harry's harry osborne's doctor in like this world because like there's a good scene where harry when peter goes to work at like harry's new company and he spots it it's like kirk connor's he's like whoa you're like doctors the lizard like that's weird but like craven like he's cured basically cured has like some of the lizard dna still inside of him but craven's like whole thing is you know bring out the lizard like engineers this serum to like basically accelerate his transformation and like that bit was like 
you know pretty crazy and i'd seen him transform and stuff like mm. i feel like as a boss fight lizard was quite they're all they're all very memorable i think and lizards yeah. was very cool like just the chase through the city and stuff and obviously I, the bit because obviously Peter's like got the suit by that point and it's just like did you find like when you're fighting him I think it's like after the third phase or whatever just Peter goes like just goes to him with like the insults and stuff and I was like Peter calm, calm down man because it's like I think because obviously that first time he turned into a lizard like you know his family left him or whatever his wife and like son left him mm. and Peter Parker's like yeah you don't deserve to like have a you know, happy life and like I'm glad your son and wife left you because you're weak basically like oh, he, go, he, go, he goes like I'm pretty sure he goes like really out just like insulting him being like oh you're like you basically you know you're weak and stuff like that like I no don't one... remember that at all I thought he was just like being really angry at Craven. No, it's like, yeah. Dur- dur- during the bit where he was in his house, he was only saying shit about... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was only saying stuff about Craven. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, during, like, the boss fight, yeah, I feel like just, obviously, to be fair, you're, you're, like, punching him, so, like, obviously, you get focused on other stuff, which is, like, that's something the game does, like, to be fair, throws in quite a lot of dialogue when you're fighting, so it's hard to, like, keep track. Mm. But yeah, I'm fairly certain, like, during the lizard fight, he was just, like, ro- roasting him, being, like, because... To be fair, like, after the citywide chase, he's basically, like, you know, cut cut it out. Like, I'm sick of chasing you, you know, just give up. Like, you know, I'm beating you, I'm stronger than you. And, you know, like, that fight, it's, yeah, just, you're kind of just like, whoa, Peter, calm down. Like, I leave mean, him alone. Yeah, I, I know he was getting, like, a little bit aggressive. Yeah. But... I didn't think he said that. We'll have, like, we'll have to like, rewatch it after this podcast and have a check. But I'm pretty sure, yeah. That'd be crazy if he actually <laughs> says that. Wow. Um, I think, to be fair, we'll kind of dial it back a little bit to obviously the main one of the main like relationships in the game is harry osborne and peter parker so i mean you know they meet up they have a favorite one of your favorite segments with the the bikes the bikes i do the 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 song that they played there was is actually one of my favorite songs i've listened to this year which is um i can tell you i don't know (laughs) can't believe i just said it was one of my favorite songs i can't remember the name Cigarette Daydreams by right. uh, Cage the Elephant. So I started listening to that yeah, this year. Yeah. So when I, when I heard it in the game, I was like, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, I did think it was an interesting choice for that yeah. specific bike ride. But yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, I, I like that song. So I had a little sing song while I was riding the bike. <laughs> Why not? Um, but yeah, I, I, I did like that little segment where you're kind of interacting with Harry and you, yeah. know, you kind of, you see a little bit of their past because you go you go yeah. like there's a little cutscene of the past isn't there so yeah it's like a little playable i think that's like your stealth tutorial basically yeah. it's like you, you play as young peter parker like in school with harry trying to like recover a, a like memory stick basically mm-hmm. and um yeah like just the relationship between the two of them is really good in the game because harry gets brought back into it because he's sort of there in the first game but like as a absent character because like pete's of the belief that he's you know just gone away to europe and he's um doing studying or whatever there but turns out harry's actually had like a deadly disease and he's been in like a, a bafta tank like with the venom symbiote because yeah. that's that was like it was a cool like twist on like how venom gets introduced to it because it's like harry's got this like symbiote on him and like it's a heat they call it like a healing agent so like that's all they think it is and then obviously it transpires to be an alien organism like later on in the game but like i was very surprised but like Harry, like, initially, because, like, it transpires, obviously, they find out Harry's got Venom powers, and, like, he finds out that Peter's Spider-Man, but, like, they team up for a bit, which I didn't expect that, because there's, like, a good segment where 
Harry, you know, he's just got the symbiote suit on, like, with, like, these sort of, like, arm pads and stuff on, like, and they just go out, like, that That mission's pretty cool, I think, mm. when they... Well, they save Tombstone. Yeah, yeah. Who I was very surprised to see come back, actually, Tombstone, because, like, again, sort of, because I replayed the first game before this one came out, there's, like, the whole side mission with Tombstone where they find, like, the garage and stuff, and, you know, Peter makes them, like, vulnerable and stuff, so it's just interesting to see, like, the side characters come, come back into it, but, yeah, what, what did you think of, like, Harry... And you know him being like kind of venom, or like with the with the with like the first time around when he's like helping Peter, like with that. I quite liked it because you you can see that he's obviously very green to doing this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So he makes mistakes, but also you know tries hard to kind of fix those things. Mm-hmm. He's like trying. He's learning on the job, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's sort of, he's trying to do like witty banter and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But obviously, he's also like got this immense power which he doesn't know what to, what to do with basically. Yeah, and I do, I did really like the scene. Obviously, this is like the the big pivotal moment which yeah. ends Act One, if you will, um, where they go to the zoo. Yep, yep. Um, that sounds really weird. <laughs> they go to the <laughs> they zoo. They go to the zoo. They have a great time, and then they leave, and it was oh yeah, it's quite great end to Act One. Um, well, obviously Pete gets stabbed by Craven. Yep. Um, and you see in the background because obviously you're playing as Pete, and you know you're walking along, and you're you know dying essentially yeah 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 and you see harry in the background just absolutely pummeling craven yeah yeah. and like he just has no ability to stop it at all yeah yeah and i thought that was a really good scene because you know it obviously showed how much harry cares about Pete. yeah but also shows the power that the symbiote possesses that's like the turning point for craven as well isn't it because that's what puts craven on type this is this is the the guy this is the guy that's gonna kill me because yeah it's like the vent because yeah, obviously, yeah, Harry just beats the but like, like, just mm. beats the daylights out of him and, like, just whacks him through the ceiling. And then that's when leads to, because obviously Peter is dying, he's been stabbed by Craven, and that's when the symbiote goes from Harry to Peter, which, again, like, because I was wondering the whole way through, because, again, this is where you're sort of like, how's this going to happen? Because I, I know he gets the Venom suit, but how does he get it? And yeah. then it's a good... They do, like, a good setup because, obviously, he just thinks it's, like, a healing agent, so, obviously, it goes to Peter because he's, cause he's dying, but the problem is, because Harry's dying, it doesn't go back to him. It just sticks on Peter. So then the whole thing is like, we need to go find the lizard because then he'll, you know, manage to get the suit off of us and that's fine. But yeah, well, what did you think of like Peter's turn as like this, you know, sort of turn? I don't want to say turn to evil, but obviously, you know, he goes through... His corruption. Yeah, he goes through a lot of stuff when he's got mm. that symbiote on him. I feel like it, they, they, they did a good transition of him just like slowly, you know, not yeah. being himself and people starting to notice things. Yeah. And then it kind of, you know, after he goes to sleep, it just like ramps up to God, yeah. heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was, that was a crazy mission. Because you get like, you get subtle things beforehand because it's like the, just the suit changes, like, because like, his eyes become like more pointed more venom, and stuff yeah. like that. And then I think it's when he goes, basically you have the lizard boss fight and he cures dot connors and it's like oh what are you doing wearing that suit like you know and it's like oh you know it's just a healing agent no it's not it's an alien i also found it very interesting that that's how dr connors lost his arm was because they yeah, found was... they found they basically found the meteorite where venom came from he went to go inspect it and it just attached itself to his arm and just this arm you know this armed guard just shot his arm off so i was like oh that's an interesting link between the, the yeah. two villains but yeah it's basically him saying oh this is you know 
evil. We should get this off of you. And Peter's like, that that bit's really cool. He's like, oh, you want to destroy us? And it's like, whoa, Pete. Yeah, slow down there, Pete. Because that's when the suit gets like really veiny as well. And like, you're like, stuff is just, mm. stuff is not right here. Yeah. So, yeah, that, but I'll let you talk about the, yeah, the bit in the house because that's when he goes to sleep. Like, because that mission is mental. Absolutely yeah. mental. <laughs> because it leads into things as well a little bit you know the the kind of mission after that after he wakes up but yeah so he goes to sleep because he's tired he's he needs an he needs a nap you know as as all of us do sometimes um and the symbiote basically takes over Mm -hmm. um craven's hunters attack the house you play you play as mj in this which i think is a really cool sequence i think they used her you know, her segments really are a lot. Well. They're, like, they're a lot better. They're a lot better just because she can defend herself. That's like the thing. Yeah. It's not just like you get instantly spotted and that's game over. You at least have like a few. You know, I think you can get you shot can get like, hit twice. Yeah, yeah, and then it, but you can still like knock people out. So it's very like yeah, very very cool. Yeah, I, I think they they definitely approved the MG yeah. segments. And it's like not too many either. Like it doesn't take away from like no. the Spider Men. Like in my you know from what I think. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, so obviously Craven's Hunters attack. You kind of see Pete jumping around in the background and MJ's like kind of slowly making her way over to him. Um, Then I think MJ calls Miles when she gets to the end because, you know, she sees Pete and she tries to stop him. Yeah. But then he got, you know, she sees that it's not him. Yeah. Um, So she calls up Miles. Miles appears, goes after Pete. More Hunters, basically a lot of Hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it kind of ends at a point where MJ says, we need to go, like send Pete into this tunnel. I'll go after him. I can snap him out of it. Yeah. So then the, the tunnel closes down. Um, and then it's kind of like a little segment where you're kind of walking through trying to get to Pete. It's very like, yeah, it's very horror. Yeah. Because like, like, like up to that point as well, like when MJ's watching Pete, he's just, yeah, just beating the crap out of people. He's like roaring. So it's like, you're kind of like, hmm, something's not right here. And he's a lot more brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I think... Because she like meets up with him like, oh Pete, what are you doing? And he's like dragging this oh, guy. Yeah. And he just dragging like, a guy. He just whacks him into the wall. And dragging like, a guy by his head as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like just like throws him into a wall. It's yeah, like, and she's just like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then it, it it gets to the point where I think he snaps out for a second. Yeah. Because uh, she shocks him. Um, yeah, yeah. And then like you you hear him for a second and it's like it's just Peter talking. Yeah. And he just says, MJ, run. Yeah, that's because yeah, then the boys like transitions into Venom, to and Venom. Then, then you have to run away from Spider Man, and it's it's just like oh man, it's just, it's such a good yeah, such a good mission. It's, yeah, it's such like the the sequence is just you know top notch. It's yeah. probably one of the best parts of the game. Yeah, yeah. Because um, then like as well that caps off with uh, Miles gets captured by the hunters, so it's like that's all like where everything starts to go wrong because like Peter's not himself, Miles is missing. You know, he's been kidnapped by these hunters and then like the next scene, like, you know, Peter has no idea what happened. He just wakes up on a he bench. He just wakes up on a bench. He's and like, then he, oh, I feel and great. Then, and then he goes to see then he goes to see uh Mary Jane and Harry. And like Harry by this point, like it's kind of gone on long enough where he's kinda of like, Look, I really need this suit back because I'm you know, I'm dying and like there's no other way to like save me. And like Peter's like being apprehensive about it, because he's like, you know, I need this suit to be a better Spider Man. And then it turns out that, like, Mary Jane wrote, like, an article about him, which is negative. And then, you know, which I could see that coming because it was, like, the whole, how do I appeal to J. Jonah Jameson? It's, like, write a bad article about Spider-Man. That's how you do it. So, you know, they all fall out and it's, you know, oh, God, it's just 
yeah, that's where it's just meant. It's just mental, you know. Everything just starts to go wrong, and then yeah, Mar- Miles. It cuts back to him, obviously in Craven's base, and there's like a whole, you know, because his main thing in the game is sort of overcoming his like hatred of Martin Lee, basically Mister Negative. Because in the first game, he killed Miles's dad. Yeah. What What did you think of sort of their like die like their dynamic between the two of them? I feel I I really liked Martin Lee. Um, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it I it was it was good. I yeah. I liked it more when kind of Miles, you know, you see the kind of like real moral dilemma mm-hmm. of do I stop this man that killed my dad? Yeah, or do I save these people? And you have that bit at the start where he kind yeah, of yeah. stops the turbine from hitting all those people, which was really good. Yeah, um, and the bit where they're in Craven's base and mm-hmm. you know they have their fight and Martin Lee's just like look just kill me you've won basically and then he like frees martin lee just yeah. sends him out the window and says go find spider-man yeah yeah um you know that that bit was really good mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't, I don't know like cause do you agree do you think martin lee was was good in this or? yeah i think i think he had like a good arc i think like i think you know like his whole thing is that like he hates the powers that were given to him because it's a whole like oscorp experiment he hates you know Norman Osborn, but then I, I guess by the end of the game he does lose his powers. We'll get into like how mm. how he does that, but like yeah, he kind of he like loses them, doesn't he? So like you know, or he seems to have lost. Yeah, them. yeah. So obviously you know his his whole redemption arc is sort of doing the right thing and like not. He kind of goes to the same thing as like Miles really, like just not holding on to like hatred and then like letting go of it. So they kind of like share the same arc because obviously Miles doesn't forgive him but like obviously wants to you know help him basically so that's like their mm. their sort of dynamic but yeah no i thought he's good he's a good like returning character probably could have maybe done with a bit more of him in yeah. the game because like he's not he's sort of like an unspoken figure for a bit because obviously he gets kidnapped by craven and then it's all this like miles is you know his friends and family sort of saying look you're kind of too obsessed about this you need to like let go basically but mm. then there's not really much much more of like him being in it so I I don't know. I kind of did make a note about like dream sequences. I was kind of a bit like, uh, I could have probably done without because there's quite there's a few in this game. I'd say dream sequences or like you know like vision stuff because obviously Mister Negative's whole thing is like he's got like dream sequences and stuff because there's the whole like Miles's dad and like his mom and like Ganky and stuff like in the Mister Negative's world and they have like a boss fight and then they the they bit. do it twice, don't they? Because, well, yeah, because I guess there's like, there's that, obviously, Peter's thing towards the end of the game with Mr. Negative, and then there's the bit with Scorpion as well, when he poisons Miles, and Miles has, like, has, like, his hallucinations. Oh, right, okay, you don't just mean from Mr. Negative. No, 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 okay. so, like, yeah, there's, there's, like, a few, there's, like, a few of that, so it's yeah. a bit, like, because, again, it sort of slows the game down, like, a little bit, and it's kind of like they did quite a few of them in the first game, because there's, like, there's, like, another bit where poison, uh, Scorpion poisons you, and then, obviously, there's more Mr. Negative stuff where you kind of, like, basically run through a map and it like explains what's going on so i didn't you know. i didn't mind the mr negative stuff yeah. i feel like the scorpion one didn't go on for very long no no so. i think it, it might have been like sort of fatigue of like because it sort of happens in though in like the first game and then moving on to this game it's all sort of like more of the same but you know again like i still liked what they did with mr negative yeah as like a character yeah and i yeah he just is I, I i i don't know i just like his vibe yeah in this one He's got a good interview. I like him in like the first game because obviously he's got like this, 
you know, his like heritage and stuff and like uses like the folklore of like where he comes from with obviously the whole like um like balance and stuff, like the demons and the like good side. So he is a good like vibe and his whole thing of like is, you know, he put all of his good intentions inside a feast, which is like the homeless shelter in this. So that's like his one thing he's done right and obviously given into like his bad side, which he shouldn't have. So a good, yeah, good like character arc for him, I think. And I'd be interested to see if he pops up again maybe like i feel the... like he probably should yeah yeah i feel like it especially if you know what happens at the end of the game yeah continues going forward i feel like that's yeah. quite a pivotal character yeah yeah um but i think like in terms of the story beat so yeah obviously miles fights martin lee tells him to go find spider-man and then it all converges with your first craven fight actually which i really enjoyed i really enjoyed the boss fight between peter and in craven because you know I do, 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 do again like the boss fights just do very good like system wise like there's a lot of parrying involved and he throws like a lot of beasts at you so it's a lot to juggle and also like Craven knows like your weakness to like the bell so obviously it involves like webbing it up which I didn't realize until like I mean I died a couple of times and I was like what's going on why do I keep getting stunned by this bell it's like oh you can web it up yeah yeah and then it leads on to another boss <laughs> fight which very surprising was Miles has to boss fight Peter which is very weird well, what did you think of like that I, I i enjoyed it it was one of the like i my stress levels were like yeah up to the roof because i was like you're basically you're fighting yourself yeah because uh, he has all the same kit that you have and you do the exact same thing that craven does because you can still use the bell yeah you can ring the bell and you know damage him and you've just you've got to use your whole kit yeah to try and stop him and i think oh no you you, you could web him up it's a later boss that you can't right you yeah, can't yeah. web um but yeah, it was just like, you know, you just have to be so focused and in the zone um, to try and stop him. And like, you know, I I think it was really well done. Yeah. Because at, at that point in the story, I wasn't sure, you know, there, there was like a, a doubt in my mind where I was like, is Peter going to be Venom? Yeah, I was thinking that the whole, I was like, well, it can't be Harry now. Peter's got it. And like, clearly the symbiote doesn't want to go back. And yeah. it's like, something's going to happen here. Like, because like, yeah, like different shots. I was like, is he, is he turning into Venom right now? What's happening? Yeah. But thankfully, Miles does prevail. He, um, you know, just kind of snaps Peter out of it a bit. And uh, yeah, because Peter tears off the symbiote, mm-hmm. sort of Spider-Man freestyle. Um, and then he put, you know, he has a very good like Miles just has like a containment there so just sort of <laughs> swoops it up and puts Venom in the container and then because I was thinking oh now it's back in the container what what can happen here and then it you know after that segment I was like yeah I'm just going to sort of try and pummel through the story now because like something needs to happen and lo and behold it did in like another very good sequence so I'll I'll let you describe what happens yeah. I, I, I do wonder at that point because obviously after that fight the symbiote is like on your yeah. back. I didn't actually try it, but I did wonder if you went into like one of the side missions, uh, if yeah. that was still on your back. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really like. I really wish I tried that because it would have been really interesting. In in the same way, I wish I tried some of the, um, some of the story missions like with the flame. Oh yeah, yeah. I wish I tried that in the final act yeah, to see yeah. if there were any differences because obviously something big does happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, when you get to the lab because. I think it's Kirk Connors. He wants to destroy it. Yeah, yeah. And you're of the same mind because you're like, this is too dangerous to be anywhere. Yeah. Um, and you go back to the lab, and Harry's there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hold on a minute, <laughs> I need this." Yeah. 
Don't you don't you be destroying it? And I can't remember how he breaks the thing. They just get into, I think Carrie just kind of swings at him with his cane, and that's that just sort of is that how it does that? It kind of like cracks the glass enough for Venom to get out of the, the containment, basically, and then yeah, just bonds with Harry, and then you're like, oh, and then Norman Osborn comes in his dad, and he's like, oh, what's going on here? And it's just. It just literally does everything hits Hell the fan. Yeah, yeah, because then, you know, by that point, just Harry bonds with the symbiote, becomes Venom, like fully big, massive Venom, and you're like, oh my God, like, it's happened. This is... Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, Harry did become Venom, because again, it's all like, what's going to happen here? Who's going to become Venom? Is all Norman Osborn going to become Venom? You know, but all these different theories, and it was, it was Harry. Mm-hmm. And then you get to play as Venom, which is just like bonkers as like a gameplay sequence it was a really weird sequence because obviously that the the crux of that point is the guards around you were trying to stop you yeah so i thought i'll, I'll just try it i just won't attack them <laughs> yeah. and see if they like you know if it, the game will stop me and yeah. see if they you know you know obviously that's not the way that the story Alternative, progresses yeah 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 but you know maybe there would be like some kind of you know ending or, or, yeah you know, yeah something that would happen absolutely nothing i was like oh okay so then i just went on a killing spree yeah he's just so brutal he like pick he like picks up guards with his mouth you're like i'm pretty sure he just broke people's backs he broke people's backs yeah i was like well, i was like because that animation happened a couple of times I was like what's he doing there and then you watch it like oh my god he's just crippling these men but it's like he basically plays venom as he escapes like the facility basically like gets mm. out into the world so yeah just the whole his like move set yeah just brutal like all his combat attacks and stuff and like i liked his ability to like parry like stuff back at people like so if someone shot you yeah. or a rocket launcher you just literally parry it and they went back um but he like escapes and then that leads to like a really, really good boss fight against Craven, because that's like you've already been in once as Pia, and like Craven's whole thing in the fight was, you know, you're holding back, let me see the beast. And then he's like sees Venom like in all in all his glory. And he's like, finally, you know. Like <laughs> it's like the Dreamworks meme. Finally, a worthy opponent. Our battle will be legendary. <laughs> so and it was a very good a very good battle. Like, what did you think of like the Craven fight? Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I feel like they, they balanced it for mm. this Venom's moveset because yeah. obviously you mentioned about, you know, the parry and sending yeah. stuff back and that was obviously, you know, when he was on top of obstacles and stuff, yeah. that was how you kind of knocked him down and then kind of made him vulnerable, more mm. vulnerable to attacks. Um, I, I thought it was good, you know, for that little segment. Mm. Obviously they, you know, that was the only point where you could play as Venom. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was good there. And the ending, I wasn't sure how far they were gonna push it. Yeah, but they did the full. They 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 went as far as they could have done because yeah. uh, it ends with Venom biting Craven's head off. Yeah, just kills him. Just, just... straight up, just dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was a bit like, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my. He means business. Yeah, not even like, because he's going to cripple Craven. He's more like, you know, Craven's just like, kill me then. And he's like, fine, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. And yeah, just like, just the, everything with Venom is just so good in this game. Like, just his voice as well. Like, Tony Todd's like, just Venom voice is just brilliant. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's when like, the final act basically starts because Venom sort of he doesn't it's not like he talks harry into it because harry is basically a slave to venom by this point but he kind of like 
basically puts the idea in Harry's head that we're going to heal the world, therefore turn everyone into like symbiotes. So yeah, because it kind of it, it kind of takes Harry's idea yeah and warps it yeah. so that this like this idea of symbiotes taking over is the you know that is how they'll yeah. heal the world because yeah. I feel like if if someone else and we'll get into it a little bit later if someone else had a symbiote. Mm-hmm their kind of objectives might be a little bit yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah I, 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 think, I think it was absolutely crazy because obviously you see that little dream sequence in his head mm-hmm. and you see, like, the city get taken over by, like, all these tendrils and you're yeah. like, that looks crazy. There's no way they're going to do this. Yeah. And then you see the world get taken over. It's like, ah, no. Like, I thought for a second, I was like, is this real? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Okay, yeah. so the world's been taken over. Yeah. Then an hour later, yeah, lo and behold, <laughs> it was real. <laughs> um, and yeah, just like the entire city taken over by these tendrils, because yeah. that last act I pretty much did as like one bulk. Yeah, because um, I felt like I did a lot of the the game kind of in in like a similar vein, like how they would do it if mm-hmm. like if you know actual Peter and Miles mm-hmm. were, were were you know really doing this. I feel like I did it in kind of. A similar way that they would there's a good there's good the like world. chunks in the game where like there's before like a story mission starts like oh better see what the city's like up to and then you can do some side content but then otherwise it's like you know it, it, it seems very clear that you should go do this like instantly afterwards mm-hmm. which the game kind of funnels you down like a certain path so yeah no no i kind of i agree with that um but yeah no, another like kind of really tense moment before it all you know, obviously it's all kicked off at this point, mm-hmm. but properly again kicks off even further is um, when um, Harry shows up at yep. May's house. And that was like, you just yep. see like the tendrils, like on, on, cause it's like a video call and you just see like the tendrils, like, yeah, on, grab Mary Jane, grab Mary yeah. Jane. And then like you head over there, like as quickly as possible. And I, again, like really tense at this point. So I was like, speeding over as quickly as I could like trying to do like the best I could to get over there um, and then the fight that follows with Scream yeah yeah because Venom like yeah so Harry's like around the house and like obviously he goes you know Peter I'm going to heal the world do you want to join me and Peter's like no so he just grabs Mary Jane and like infects her with a symbiote and then yeah it becomes like another venom basically it just becomes scream and like you have a boss fight against against her and like that's you know you just didn't see it coming but i was like oh, oh my god <laughs> is she is mary jane gone now like, what's going on yeah and that obviously that fight was a lot more than just a fight to get mary jane out of the symbiote yeah there was a lot of real implications and like lots of yeah pent-up emotions inside. Because the, the, the symbiote basically, like, kind of feeds off your most negative, like, feelings. So, like, yeah, for Mary Jane, it's sort of, like, being outdone or, like, you know, being overshadowed by Peter as Spider-Man and, like, not getting her chance to, to shine, basically. So it's Peter going, like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I shouldn't have taken away from, like, your what you're doing. So, you know, you don't need that symbiote to be Mary Jane Watson. You are Mary Jane Watson. And, yeah, it's very good. It's like, that's, like, a free four-stage fight as well. So, like, mm-hmm. again, just goes on for a good... Yeah, good chunk of time but a really good. long fight and it wasn't necessarily like the fight itself yeah that was like the main focus of that it was yeah. like really the emotion behind it and, yeah you know kind of the character development between the two of them yeah um which obviously leads on to what happens at the end of the game one thing i probably will mention as well actually is because we were talking about the side missions and one that surprised both me and you because there's one you get to do with yuri 
who was sort of like uh, one of your allies in the first game who becomes doesn't become evil she becomes like an anti-hero vigilante basically because she goes to killing criminals and spider-man's not about that but you meet up with her and she's tracking down this um cult basically called the flame or led by the flame um and that's you have like a couple of missions trying to like find their leader and stuff and then the final mission is where again like just a a twist gets thrown in there that you 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 I don't even know if you could have seen it coming. I, I didn't I see it coming. I certainly didn't see it coming. Because, like, the whole... Like, the final mission is, you know, like, their this cult's big plan is to blow up, like, a city block, basically. It's called, like, the... I was about to say the Midnight Hour, but it's not, is it? The, like, the it, Crimson Hour. Yeah, Crimson Hour. So, they're, you know, they're going to blow up something, but actually their plan is to, de, you know, basically derail or blow up a train. And then the cult leader, the Flame, pops up, and he, like, from the wreckage of this train, picks up a container which has a... A Venom symbiote in it, and the twist is he's going to be Carnage, which I did not see, did not see at all. But also, it kind of you know, like the more you kind of think about like the things that he's saying, and like you know, he says like the streets will like run scarlet red or, or, mm. or something like that. Like he, he says a lot of. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, things yeah. that kind of make you think, oh, because it's the flame, it's going to be. I like, think like they're sec- going to burn down the town. Yeah, like like, like a second playthrough, you'd sort of listen to his like scripture more and be like, oh, why yeah, didn't I you see? You can see it coming, and then like it's afterwards, like because too far as well, like, he picks up the symbiote container and then like it sort of sees him and like starts to turn red, and that's when he says like, oh, there's going to be there's going to be carnage. Yeah, and then you're like, you're like oh, uh, the, the Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, whoa, 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 <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah like afterwards like after the debriefing yuri's there like oh i'm gonna like investigate him i've got all his aliases blah 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 cletus cassidy and i was like keith i was like that, that, that's carnage yeah. you know it's just like I, I was expecting there to be like a final like mission where you fight carnage basically but no they must be like they're gonna be saying up saving there, there's a lot of those missions that set up for yeah for the next game or the yeah. DLCs that will inevitably happen. Yeah, I, that is true, actually. I don't know whether they would do as, like, a DLC, maybe. Because they could do, like, a whole, like, the flame, like, hunting the flame or, like, hunting carnage or something like DLC. But, yeah, either that will be the third game. He'll just be, like... Another side yeah. mission or... Yeah. Because, obviously... Well, actually, we'll get into that in a minute. But um, So, we have that. You played that before you finished yeah, the game. Yeah. I played it after I finished the game. Yeah, and I feel like because of the events that end the game, it kind of. I think yeah, when you sort of describe when you did it, I think that would make more sense because it's kind of like you probably think like when you're doing it in the end game, like oh, there's going to be like another symbiote I have to fight. But like if you do it after you finish the game, it's more like oh no, what's going to happen from here? Like he's found, you know, it, it kind of makes more sense. I think to be where where you found it basically, mm. but the sort of yeah, the final like hour is sort of obviously venom's taken over the city by this point he's like got symbiote creatures everywhere what did you think of symbiote creatures because they're they were so difficult i remember f- I, I i fought them before like i even went to any of the bases or anything it was like yeah. the second that um the city changed around and i fought one of the big guys oh, yeah. and i was like oh my god how do i defeat this thing this is impossible because i i did the takedown on it and i thought well that usually works didn't work what so i was just like completely at a loss and i kept dying to them and i was like 
Oh. Yeah, I had one of them show up because when you're doing like the nests, um, obviously, yeah, earlier than I probably should have been doing them. And uh, he showed up in the last 30 seconds. So I think I was just dodging around the map waiting for the nest to blow yeah. up. And I, thankfully it did. So I was like, oh my God, what is the thing? But the trick of the nests is, is because when you play on, like basically it's kind of like, it's kind of like established that Peter, because he was exposed to the symbiote, has like a bit of it inside of him, basically like a Horcrux, <laughs> like, like a Venom Horcrux. It's like his own little lightning scar. <laughs> so they go to City Hall and Peter like collapses uh, and basically that's when Mr. Negative and Miles have to go inside of like Peter's uh, like subconscious, like a psyche to try and remove the symbiote's influence from him. Um, and that's when like they're, you know, they sort of reconcile almost and like become, not become friends, but you know, they become like allies yeah. in that moment, Mr. Mr. Negative and Miles. Um, and when they sort of find like Pete's trauma, which I guess is like basically not being able to save May and like blaming himself for it her was, dying. I think they said it was his, like his deepest, darkest yeah. pain. Yeah. Like yeah. the thing that you know, the, the worst thing that he feels yeah. has happened to him. So they kind of like obviously help to heal Peter. And as a result of that, which again, I, I didn't see coming was like, he gets the anti-venom suit. So he gets like, he, Peter still has like a symbiote suit. But obviously it's just free of the influence of like venom. Yeah. Basically. Cause I, we were talking about this cause we were thinking, I was thinking like they've given you a whole skill tree of venom powers and they've taken the symbiote away. So somehow, I was like, either Venom, like, they're going to, like, be allies or something, and Venom's going to go back to Spider-Man. Or, like, this has yeah. been a waste of time. But it's like, oh, wait, no. It's, you I, just get your own symbiote suit. I feel like if we were more read up on the comics and yeah. knew a bit more about Spider-Man, we might have kind of seen it coming. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. think it's kind of good that we didn't. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, we were, we were both of the same mind. Like, oh, well, I've just wasted all those <laughs> skill points. Because I thought they would refund them back to you. Yeah, yeah. And you could use them on the other things. But then I looked back on there and they were still purchased. I was like, yeah. oh, come on. But like, yeah, essentially it's just a white Venom suit with like, it still has like its own ability. So I guess to be fair, Peter has like 12 he abilities. Does he? Okay. okay. Yeah, because two of the abilities don't change. Oh, right. Okay. I think. Oh, yeah. I suppose it's like the one where you, that the triangle attack where you turn into like the ball and like yeah. throw yourself at people. Actually, maybe 11. Okay. I feel like circle might change. E... Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah, because you jump up in the air and then... Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, like, he just gets... Yeah, basically, Peter has his own Venom suit now, which, like, is, you know, just free to use. There's no bad side effects, basically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was, like... No, okay. Because then that makes the venom nests significantly easier. Because so you can much use easier. You just like do a debuff on them, and then you go down in like a couple of hits. So I was like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> this is what we needed to Why do. Have I been so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so you know, he kind of gets that, and then sort of just really leads to like the final confrontation between Venom and and Peter. Which, like, what what did you think of like the final mission? Because there's a lot, there's like a lot of good, you know, gameplay sequences in that. Yeah, I I feel like. The gun that MJ had, why couldn't we have had that? It no. takes them all down, except for the big guys, in one hit, <laughs> if you get a headshot. Just just give me that. Yeah, give him sonic powers. Yeah, because we... If hers keeps regenerating, <laughs> why can't mine? Yeah. You know, that would make it so much easier. You could clear out the entire city very quickly. <laughs> Obviously, I know it's, you know, gameplay and, you know, they're trying to make it easier for MJ. But yeah. I did find that bit quite intimidating, because you kind of feel... This prospect of you are just a human being, yeah, and these are monsters, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. literal aliens from space, yeah. Um, that... so that was like you know quite 
it was a very fun section of like running gun through, especially like when you weren't aiming and you're just like pew 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 pew, pew. Yeah. and like but yeah, you had to obviously wait for your gun to reload as well. So that was very tense. I didn't like. I think I got killed by the big guy like a couple of times because that's where you kind of have to like dodge, but there's like explosive barrels like mm. everywhere. So yeah, that I, was a good like a good tense like segment. I managed to run away, but it was another one of those battles because I feel like I did it with with venom possibly right or just started running around in circles and because they were like uh, like a walking pace <laughs> they just never caught up to me so it was you know when you do that it kind of makes it like a bit yeah. trivialized and it makes it a little bit silly but um yeah I, I i do think that section was quite good with mj yeah um and then obviously you've got the fight as peter yeah where you i think you do like it's like a two or three stage fight yeah yeah because that's when you're like basically you go back to because their sort of plan is MJ's going to go get, like, the source of, like, Venom's power, which means he can take over the, the world. The like, meteorite. Yeah, the meteorite he came to Earth in. And then Mars is going to help her, like, fend off the, the like, symbiotes. But Peter's going to have to lure Venom away from, like, the place where they're at. So they go back to, like, the old school where, obviously, they became friends. So it's, like, a very, you know, meaningful boss fight scenario. But, yeah, like, the boss fight against him, again, that's just one way you have to pummel him with, like, everything you've got. Yeah. So, and then it just... It basically ends with like Venom clicking on to what they're doing and like, oh, the meteorite, it's gone. Like they're gonna try and destroy the meteorite. And then and then he, he sprouts he wings. And I was like, what the hell is going oh, on? Like that is such a like he's just terrifying in this game. Like that is such a like the image of him being like this weird like Batman gargoyle looking thing. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like look at look at this man. And then he just keeps the wings like the boss fights like afterwards but yeah just like absolutely terrifying and because i was wondering what's he's bound from his back what's going on and then he starts flying and it's just yeah so intense like just that that like again how you feel and like during that scene um but then it like culminates in like a final fight at the emily may foundation because basically they need to like the particle accelerator yeah. to uh to destroy it so i think isn't it like Venom obviously sort of like basically I'm trying to remember now I literally played it last night but I'm trying to remember because he kind of like beats you know beats Peter to a point where like Peter's like really weak basically yeah and then almost Miles, like almost unconscious yeah and then Miles has to like step in for like the yeah. final final portion of the fight basically which again like you just have to let use everything you've got every electric power you've got <laughs> but like you know he's flying around the arena he's throwing stuff at you it's just again like a really really good boss fight and then it does like kind of finishes with them like doing like a team doesn't just because there's a bit where like they sort of do a team like punching of venom like you know it's very cool they, like, they, they go up in the air together right yeah um, and then they do like a little team play there oh yeah because he, keep, he keeps trying he keeps stealing the meteorite because miles, <laughs> miles is crap at keeping it in the he literally puts in the accelerator webs it and then venom's like oh Ooh. i'll take that and he does it twice and miles just does the same thing <laughs> i don't get why they didn't just shut the door <laughs> yeah i was just like isn't there a door there what's going on so he grabs it twice and then, yeah it's like he tries to fly off of it and then they bring him back to uh bring him crashing down and then they destroy the meteorite which obviously basically removes all the venom tentacles from the city and you know heals all the people who are symbiotes but like the the crux of the fight is basically peter know or has been told to defeat venom he needs to kill harry and like yeah just very like kind of brutal things obviously harry's still in there and like pete help me help me peter and like you know peter doesn't want to do what, he, what he's got to do and yeah it's just very like you know sort of you think harry dies afterwards because obviously when they've defeated venom 
Um, and then Miles brings him back with his electric powers. But it, it kind of like leaves Harry in a bad spot, which I like immediately watching it. I was like, oh, he's going to be all right. But no, he's like brain dead, basically, isn't he? Well, they they said there's still brain activity, mm. but his vitals are looking like in a low. coma, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I I think I don't think he's gonna be you know like brain dead as as you said. I I yeah. feel like there's gonna be something that maybe happens inside of him. Like maybe there's something that's that's stopping him from yeah, waking up yeah, properly. Because yeah. obviously he does still have this disease that his mum had. Yeah, yeah. So maybe if they cure that. I, I think he will come back in the next yeah. one. I don't think it will be as Venom. No, or to be fair, the way they sort of leave off, because, I mean, to be fair, like, Norman Osborn, to be fair to him, he's been trying to save his son for, like, two games now. And then, obviously, this goes awry and he hates Spider-Man, which, to be fair, like, I was kind of like, you told Spider-Man to save your son. He saved your son. I appreciate he's I mean, not in the best state. You, you should speak to Kurt Connors, because he said, <laughs> he said to kill him. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, this is this is better than it could have been. Yeah, so he just, you know, hates Spider-Man, basically, for making his son, like, you know, worse off than he was. He's basically, like, in a coma. Um, but then he's speaking to, like, his science guy and goes, oh, bring out the G-serum. And it's like, oh, God. Goblin? <laughs> yeah, it's like, Green Goblin. But, yeah, I wonder... Like, because I was thinking, oh, is Harry just going to become Green Goblin or are they going to do, like, Norman finally becomes Green Goblin? Cause... Well, because, like, did you see the the bit at the end of the game where he yeah. goes to meet Otto? Yeah, yeah. So I think, because um, in the Emily May Foundation as well, um, there was a bit where you saw Otto's robotics. Yes. And they, and they solved the problems that it had. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that might be a little bit of... Yeah. foreshadowing that this is going to be a perfected yeah otto octavius and yeah. green goblin so that's might going to be kind of yeah. the main focus I of think, the next one i wonder if they're gonna to have to do a thing because obviously norman's main thing has been trying to like heal his son like whether it's going to be he's going to have to like die for his son to live basically you know because i feel like harry probably needs to come back as like a good guy because obviously he's been like bad for a little while i don't think gonna... he'll come back as like new goblin like he no, did in no. spider-man 3 so yeah it'll be like and maybe yeah maybe like norman tests the new serum on set on himself or something or he becomes green goblin some somehow i feel like he's already a pretty corrupt and yeah, evil guy they've done like an interesting thing with him not directly being green goblin like considering spider-man's been around for like 10 years and mm. there's been no green green goblin yeah so it'd be interesting if like they if i would be very surprised if they don't bring him to being Green Goblin. I feel like he's quite a big villain in terms of... Yeah. Like, they've done all the other villains... Yeah. ...that are kind of quite big... With Spider-Man. For, yeah. for Spider-Man. At least the ones that kind of we know of, I yeah. want to say. Yeah. There's not a lot... I, in fact, I don't. I can't really name I many. Can, yeah. No, I can really say, like, who is yet to come into it. Because, yeah, I mean, I will say a good, like, attention to detail with... Otto Octavius because yeah he goes to the raft to go see him in prison but like in the first game like Otto's whole thing with trying to get the, the arms like the, the octopus arms is basically because his body's failing him because he's got like a neuro like disease and it's like you can see he's got like arthritis in his hands like they're all shaking and stuff so that's like I'd be interested to like continue with that where like his body is just fully like gone but like mm. obviously he's gonna have these arms which make him powerful so because i think he had the same thing that stephen hawking has i want to say it was the same disease maybe because like, I mean, his whole thing was like his mind would be unaffected by it like he'd still be really smart but his body would just sort of shut down yeah. like and yeah like i'm interested to see him come back because like, i don't know 
Because the whole thing, like the sort of cliffhanger, is like, oh, what's that book you got there, Doctor Neo? Doc the, Ock. The, the final act. Yeah, and it's just like, oh. So whether they do, they can't really do like another Sinister Six situation, but no. it's going to be yeah, like Otto and Norman team up maybe, and then obviously Carnage is going to be in there somewhere, and the other like post credit scene is. Um, uh, Miles' mum basically has like a like an unseen boyfriend for like the game and then you meet up with him and it's um it's his daughter who I've forgotten her name, I think it's Cindy Moon, who I had to Google afterwards. She's Silk, who's basically another Oh is right. another spider okay. like I a spider woman. Is, yeah. So that whether in like a third game, because like it kind of ends as well with like Peter stepping back and letting Miles be I Spider-Man. I think that will happen then. So yeah. there'll be there'll be a sidekick in, in Silk. Yeah. There's something for you to find out with that uh, with that ending as well, which I won't spoil, but basically just play the game. Play the rest of the game that you have played and then something will bing, in your mind and you'll... Okay. Well, I, I won't spoil anything. About well, which which I'm not going to... Which post-credit scene? The second one. Okay, okay. But just play the rest of the game and you'll and you'll find something out. I won't spoil right. it for you. Okay. okay. Um, but it kind of like... There was a lot of things that I played at the end of the game that made me go... Oh right! Okay. Oh okay, okay. I'll so keep an eye yeah, on yeah. Keep keep playing, um, and you'll you'll have a oh yeah. moment, you know. Nice. I look forward to that. But that was the main story anyway. So there was a lot with trying to like condense a twenty-hour story into uh, obviously this this podcast. So I've, and you know, there's, there's just a good chunk to talk about everything that happens. So I don't feel like you can gloss over many bits because I it's, feel like we could carry on talking for quite a while if, yeah. if we wanted to, even no. just about the main story. I mean, we're yeah. going to go on to come and we'll go a couple I, of the little bits. Yeah, I'll say like yeah. I think I think the side quests in this game, I th- I feel like they're better than the first one. More consistent. Yeah. I feel yeah. like there were a lot of good ones in the first one. Yeah. This one really scaled back. Yeah, yeah. Because um, of the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man missions, mm-hmm. I think there were six. Yeah, there were, yeah. Um, some of them I enjoyed more than others, yeah. um, but they were kind of, they were a lot more, they were closer to home. They weren't, you know, it wasn't these big stages, it wasn't, you know, lots of villains in each one. Mm-hmm. It was kind of more the people. Yeah. Um, which kind of leads me on to... The one of the bits with Howard, who oh, God, you, yeah. you met in Spider Man One, and I don't know was he in Miles Morales. He's briefly in Miles briefly. Morales. I mean, yeah, he's the man with the pigeons. Who the man with the pigeons. Yeah, um, and he basically says, you know, to to put it really short, I want you to find, you know, Pidgey and you know all, all of his friends, you know, a new home. Mm-hmm. So Pete takes him up to Queens. Yeah, but then like goes back to Howard and he sees him and he's. He's passed away. Yeah, yeah, he's just been loaded inside the ambulance he's just and speaks to the crew. And, like, you know, I I feel like for the next, like, 15 to 20 minutes, maybe, like, half an hour <laughs> of the game, I was just so low. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> it's just like... It was that one, oh. and then there was the other one where it's the... Or it's the basically the woman who's lost her grandpa in the park... And you just go and sit with him, and he tells like a really sad story. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I wasn't expecting this in my Spider-Man game because he's just like, oh, I used to come here with my wife, and she's passed away. But oh, even though I'm like, I'm big, you know, I'm old, and I'm gonna be like dead soon. Like, you know, it's nice to come back here because I feel like young and you know with my wife again. It's like, oh my god, what's going on? Because you just, it's literally just Spider-Man sat on a bench talking to this old man. It's like, well, why is this so like? This is just so impactful. Like, I'm not even fighting. I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm just sitting here. But... I feel like it kind of takes those moments to kind yeah. of appreciate a lot more that that's 
what makes Spider-Man who yeah. he is. Yeah. And that's why you have that to kind of juxtaposition, like juxtapose the... Juxta- I like juxtapose. Juxtapose, we'll go for that one. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know, the kind of brutality that he has as Venom. Yeah. So it's a really good measure of, you know, like yeah. what he is against what he became. Yeah. Uh, I w- the only thing I will say about like, the whole Venom symbiote thing, there's not like... I don't know if you did much side content when you had the Venom suit. Because like, in the story, like, you know, Peter's a bit, you know, he's nasty. He's a bit like, oh, I hate you guys. But like in the side bit, she's like, oh, hey, I'm here to help. I'm like, it's like, you know, probably they just didn't want to record like additional lines where he's a bit of like, you know, just a bit mean. Yeah. But like, it sort of, it just felt very weird from like him being like, oh, come back here, Connors. I'm going to, you know, beat you. And then it's just suddenly like, Hey, how can I help you? How can I help you? Oh, you've lost your dog. Okay, I'll I'll help you with that. The most annoying side mission, I think, because again, that they're all they're all really good. But like the one that I, you might have hated it too is like Miles gets these Brooklyn Visions ones where he can basically help out his school. Yeah. And there's one where this girl wants you to do like photography and like the drone stuff. Like I don't know why, but I really hated how she kept asking for things. Like immediately being like, "This is the last thing. I swear, I just need to take a picture of the school." Now can you take some more pictures? Now can you do some web swinging to be like a drone? I was like, shut up. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't know you anything. I don't go to the school <laughs> there. So I know that was the only one I was being like, oh, a bit sick of this. Like, yeah. you know, don't want to don't do this. But other than that, I like the Brooklyn Visions ones. So they're pretty good. I, 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 I misinterpreted one of them. You know, the one where you get the lion. I, oh, thought, yeah. I thought they'd abducted a real person. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. why are we not thinking more seriously about this? <laughs> yeah. And then you just find them in like this weird locker on, on top of a building. Yeah. And it's just the mascot costume. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I felt that. I was like, oh, this, but am I carrying a body here? Yeah. Is this guy knocked down? I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good. Thank you, Tudor, for chipping in from across the room. There's a good, yeah, there's like another good uh, friendly neighborhood Spider Man one where there's a graffiti, like basically it goes to like someone's stand because they've had like graffiti vandalism and it's all been sorted. You know, like, oh, what's happened here? And then Miles' girlfriend, Haley, who's well, deaf. Well, girlfriend, yeah. Oh, but by that point, not girlfriend. Um, his love interest um, is there and she's basically sorted the problem. She's just painted over the graffiti and you do like a side mission with her, but because she's death it's like a really cool like it's just like you know it's good like representation in there like it's just how she sees the world like and her like you know listening to people like they express through like emojis in her mind like when someone's angry there you know it's a cross face emoji or like other stuff and she has to get people to text her what they're feeling and stuff so i'll probably i was thinking of you actually when we were when i was playing that mission because there's a graffiti mini game and i thought Infamous seconds. Infamous seconds. Yeah, because we, we yeah, I don't know if you were doing it, but were you shaking up the controller and holding it like sideways like that? Because that's what you had to do in Infamous. But no, it was just you know you had to hold it normally. You just had to hold it normally, and then use your thumbstick. I mean, obviously, it's just for one mission. It's like for five minutes, and they're yeah. not going to create a whole graffiti, graffiti mini game yeah. for you to do. But I was still a bit like. I was like, Infamous did this like ten times better. Please, just you know, like you know, the re- the rest of this little side mission is good. Can yeah. you just give me that little bit of little bit of spice? <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking, yeah, I was. Well, I thought, oh, Kieran will probably no, like you know what? No, what literally while I was doing, it, I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I just patch the patch the Infamous version over. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'll do it that way. Just let me hold the controller sideways. Other than that, you're fine. You know. I'll tell you one thing I did really enjoy. Because um, obviously at the end of the game, and, and this was quite like um, more of like an impactful moment because you've got the Emily May Foundation things that you can do yeah. throughout the game. And it's, you know, it's like the, the research labs that you had in Spider-Man 1. Yeah. So you can just do like all those science activities. I'd say these are better than the... Because there's not as many either. There's like, not there was, as there many. so many science missions and they were all just like, you know, mm. just not as good. But like, these yeah. were really fun. Um, so you've got those that you can do all throughout the game. Um, and then once you've completed the game, you have the final one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really like that final one because obviously you get the hologram of Harry. Yeah. And he's like, you know, giving you a gift of like, you know, the bark of, um, you know, Emily's tree. And like some of the blossoms of of, of May's flowers, yeah. Um, and it kind of draws back to something that was said at the end of the main story, because Pete says to Harry, "You know, I love you." Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Harry doesn't respond. Yeah. But then you have at the end when Harry gives this gift, and the last thing he says is, "I love you." Yeah, yeah. And I, that just went, oh, bromance. <laughs> just like hit me like <laughs> yeah. right, you know, because he never got the chance to say it at yeah. that point. But he still said it, so that was like a really impactful moment for Pete. Yeah, and you can tell like Pete's choking up about mm-hmm. it, like you know, oh thanks, like thank you, yeah. like Harry, or like I'm sorry, Harry, you know, type of thing. Um, so that was you know that a really nice way to end that that little kind of side yeah activity yeah. to do. I've got <laughs> I've got in my notes here the Mysterio Rhythm game from the when you go to Coney Island as Miles. Like that bit was. Yeah, just like <laughs> it was okay. I I would have liked it to either not go on as long, yes, or be more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if it was more difficult, then I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Mm. With it being the length that it was, yeah. Or if it was shorter, I would have thought, oh, this is a this is a nice little mechanic. <laughs> yeah, but it was it went on for about like two and a half minutes. It, it did. Like... Yeah, yeah, and like. I liked the detail afterwards because you do like a rhythm game, then it like glitches out and you have to fight some enemies. But like you can use like the icons of the yeah. rhythm game to like throw at them. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I know. I think this gonna you know cut it a bit short now, guys. Yeah. But yeah, because just... I thought that's what every Mysterio thing was gonna be. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a rhythm game, but then it was a combat challenge. So I was like, oh, that's. A... I was like, it could have been at least a rhythm game, but yeah, that was a, that was a memorable one. I get too fair. I did find this interesting. I looked up because I don't know what your thoughts are, like whether you think the main story could have been a bit longer. Because I saw apparently the first game had like forty-five missions in it, and this game had thirty-one. So it's technically, from a story perspective, shorter than the first game. Yes, but also this game had Craven as the big bad, yeah, and then Venom as the big bad. Mm. Whereas um, in Spider-Man One, you kind of had. To begin with, it was, like, Fisk and his men. Yep. And then it became the demons. And then it became, like, the prisoners and, like, the escapees. Yeah. And then it became Sable. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, a lot more to pack in. It was the Sinister Sticks, wasn't it? Because yeah. then, obviously, you had, well, five or six missions taking down each member, like, towards the end of the game. But, yeah, now I follow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was a lot more in Spider-Man 1 that needed to be done and also you were setting up miles and yeah and things like that i think the core of like the first game which again like i wouldn't say i missed from this game but like one thing i really like in the first game is the relationship between doc ock and peter parker because i'd seen doc ock's fall from grace basically and how he becomes corrupted by the arms is like a really good 
like just a, like a really good story beat and like mm. replay, re- repeat playthroughs like make that even like more tragic and like you could see it come in and stuff so yeah. you know like this I feel like maybe this game doesn't have that as much but like obviously the central one between this is sort of like Peter and Harry and then obviously Peter and the symbiote and stuff like that so yeah yeah would you say game of the year contender well, I haven't really played any games that come out this year, so yeah. my game of the year contender. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'd have to, I'd have to look at the other games and play yeah. some of them to make a proper kind of. I'm interested to see like how it fares. I feel like performances could get good, like award nominations. Mm. Probably like something like visual design or like graph. Like they don't do like a graphics category, but like you know, the visuals were very like good and like stuff like that. So I'll be interested to see what nominations it gets, if not like game of the year. So. Probably wouldn't win just because Zelda's come out, but I could speak to the quality of Zelda. I haven't played it, but probably no, win, won't it? I don't know. I mean, game of the year. They don't really game of the year doesn't really mean anything because every game has <laughs> no, game, game, game of the year, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to like read into what that means because yeah, you get like this game, you know, because like, it's like it does it just mean game of this year? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because it's not, you know, like... You get Game of the Year editions of games, don't you? But like that... And didn't... there's way more Game of yes. the Year editions than there have been years. Yeah, exactly. No. But I'll be interested to see how, how it fares. But this has been a long old chat about a very, very good game. This is probably our longest video game-themed episode. Because we haven't done that many. I'd like to do a few more, but we need some good, like, releases like Spider-Man to yeah. talk about. This is, yeah, definitely our longest one. Yeah. Um, but... That should be a testament to the quality good, of the yeah. game. So yeah, there's so much to talk about, so much good stuff to talk about. Like there's hardly anything bad about this game. Mm. But I want to say a massive thank you to everyone for listening to this mega episode of the Cinematic Trinity. Join us next week as we're giving our thoughts on the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Let's hope it's good. Maybe we'll keep up see. the theme of like good video game. You'd call that a video game adaptation, wouldn't well, you? Well, it technically is. Yeah, yeah. So it continues the trend of being good. Yeah, because there's been good ones this year. But for the meantime, I've been Michael. I've been Kieran. What? <laughs> and that was Tulo. <laughs> <laughs>